So what's different? I'm turned up every night. Listen, I love riveting discussions. I love deep conversations. I'm always in deep thought. I'm always asking penetrating questions because I'm a seeker. Right? What I want to know, I want to understand. I'm never in the position to where I'm going to be like, I know it all, I know it all. Because I don't. I don't even know a fraction of nothing. I don't know a fraction of nothing. That's the best way to say it. And I'm okay with that. But I am in pursuit of understanding. Boy, this topic. This topic got its legs last night. I was talking to somebody that was here in studio. I will not reveal their identity. But they told me, they said, man, you should do this topic. And I said, man, ooh, this is fire. Fire topic. So all day I've been reading and studying and formulating my own opinion. However, I need y'all to call in and share your thoughts. Their exact question to me was, is cheating on your significant other justified if they've let themselves go to the wayside? If they've fallen off? Is cheating on them justified if they no longer care about themselves, if they no longer take care of themselves, if they're not as fine as they used to be. When we first got together, woo! Now is not so much. Not so much. And it isn't just obesity. You know, because people attribute getting lazy to no longer going out or... No longer doing the things you did to get that person. Hmm? You done got complacent in all areas of the relationship. Lord have mercy. Topic, I ain't feeling you no more. Is cheating on your significant other justified if they've let themselves go to the wayside? I want to know what you think. 1-800-920-1580. This is an open discussion. You already know what it is. I see my brother Jeff Brown is in the chat room. Jeff, you know you got to call in. I've got questions. Does it matter if you're not physically attractive to your partner? Why do some people date people that other people would deem as unattractive? What is it about... The unattractive person that pull you've seen it. And I'm going to say this right now. Take money off the table. Right? Take money off the table. What is it about people that we classify as unattractive that can pull the beautiful people of the world? The baddest women, the most beautiful women. Oh, yeah. How, how is that possible? 1-800-920-1580. Does it matter if you're not physically attracted to your partner? <sighs> Has your relationship begun to suffer because you don't take care of yourself like you used to? True or false? No one can be a true villain in your life. If you haven't seen your own ugliness, uh uh-oh, don't do that, Zoe. Don't, 
Zoe, take, we just started. We only 10, don't do, let me say it again. True or false? No one can be the true villain in your life if you haven't seen your own ugliness. Woo, Lord. True or false? <laughs> do internally ugly people find each other attractive? I know. I Come on, man. I know y'all not ready for tonight. 1-800-920-1580. I want to hear from my people all over the country. We need to talk about this. You already know. Non-judgmental discussion. I tend to let people flow. I tend to let people speak. Talk to me tonight. I got to say that question again. True or false? No one can be the true villain of your life if you haven't seen your own ugliness. True or false, do internally ugly people find each other attractive? 1-800-920-1580. When I come forward, we're going to the phone lines, and of course, I'm going to share my perspective. The voice of reason is on fire already. Reasons. Reasons. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to the voice of reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. So you... Already know my playlist is my co-host. And let me tell you something, man. What is termed the African American sister? Beautiful sisters, man. Some of the most beautiful people in the world are the African American sister. We cannot play. Our women are beautiful. And oftentimes, when you're dealing with superficial people, the external beauty tends to trump anything else. This goes back to what Steve Harvey said. There's a, there's a beautiful woman somewhere that, you know, somebody hates because they broke up with her, right? And, and, and please don't get offended, ladies, because... For some reason, regardless of how much I share, people try to interpret me as attacking women. I don't attack women. I love sisters. Because I try to expound on the dynamics of relationship in a bi-directional context. This is why I ask the question, true or false, do internally ugly people find each other attractive? Okay? See, you could be beautiful outside all day long, as long as the sun is shining. You could be externally beautiful, yet have an ugly spirit. Ooh, ooh, true or false? When you stop caring for yourself, this act can potentially open the door for your partner to stop caring about you and the relationship. It doesn't have to be true. But I must ask the question, what do you think? 1-800-920-1580. Call me, call me, call me, call me. Why do looks matter so much in relationship? Oh, listen to this quote, man. This is a very powerful quote uh, by Douglas Pagels. I am aware that I am less than some people prefer me to be. But most people are unaware that I am so much more than what they see. See, 
A transactional society makes a perfect Petri dish for superficial interaction. And where there's superficial interaction, physicality is now at a premium. I got callers on the line. They want to talk about it. Let's talk about it. Would you break up with somebody if they let themselves go? Now, again, this is a very superficial question. It's letting yourself go. We could go way deep into that, which I plan on doing. Let's get the callers in here. Trumonger from Dallas, get in here, brother. What are your thoughts? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> ooh, boy. Uh, is it justified to break up with your significant other? Or cheat on them. let themselves go? Or cheat, or cheat on them. Yeah. Well, to me, cheating is never worth it. It's never worth the drama to go through all that. Mm-hmm. It's just not worth it to do all that. It, it, to me, it's better to be honest with the person you're with then to go creeping around and end up bringing some extra mess into the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to me, it's just unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Um, and beauty is subjective anyway. Mm-hmm. You're gonna see, everybody's going to view beauty in a different way. Now, we all going to see physically attractive people. We see that all the time, right? Mm-hmm. But they could be the most physically attractive person walking around. Mm-hmm. And be the ugliest person on the inside. Their character could be trash. Ooh. How they treat people is trash. Could be trash. Yes, sir. So that makes you that to me that makes you unattractive from the jump. Mm. I don't care how physically attractive you are, how beautiful you may be. That at the end of the day, especially if you come, after you come out of adolescence and you go through relationships, get to adulthood, whatever, you have a broader perspective of things. So you kind of tend to focus on things that really matter at the end of the day, right. instead of the superficial stuff. Yeah, I but, agree. Yeah, man, cheating not justified. Um, now, if the person that you're with lets themselves go and stops caring about themselves, yeah, that's gonna have an effect on you. Yeah, especially if you're doing the opposite. If you still physically active, still trying to eat right and do, um, take care of yourself or self-empathy. And they're not doing that for themselves. Yeah, that's going to make you look at them in a certain way. Like, what's going on? Why are you comfortable with not doing anything? Mm. Not, mm. I like it. Not caring about yourself enough to, you know, just be active. Nobody's telling you to go out to be a bodybuilder or be a powerlifter mm. or to try to live up to some European beauty standards. Mm-hmm. Nobody's asking you to do that, but just care for yourself. Right. Brother True, once again, and, once oh, you got one more. Go ahead. I'm with you. No, I'm just saying, when, when, if people get to that state of mind to where they no longer care about themselves, there's, there's probably a deeper issue there. Right. Because to me, to me letting yourself go, just becoming lazy, um, just continually, continuously eating bad, drinking bad. That always is a deeper issue there that's not being dealt with. So you need to figure. They need to figure out what it is and find ways to address it. There a lot of other, a lot of that physical stuff can gradually take care of itself. Hundred percent agree, man. I have to find out what. 
You be pausing, I'll be like, okay, he done. I'm finna move on. And then you go, but then what had happened was, okay, th this is the last point you get. Come on, true. <laughs> I'm doing man. Hey, man, I love you, brother. Always, man. You know you got a seat at the table calling anytime, brother. And I'm glad to get you on in the beginning of the show as opposed to the end, man. Thank you so much. Love you too, bro. Yes, sir. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me, 1-800-920-1580. That was Dallas, Texas. Who's next? Can I just ask this question real quick? Oh, God. I see entitlement as an attribute that makes you unattractive. I see incessant complaining as an attribute that makes you unattractive. You could be beautiful physically, aesthetically gorgeous, but if you are a complainer, a chronic complainer, never satisfied, always got some type of, crit and I'm not, listen, criticism is good in a relationship if it's coming from a space of love. But if it's coming from a space of condescension, uh, if you think you better than your partner, if you think you deserve better than your partner, if you are better friends with your friends than you are with your partner, that makes you unattractive to me. Oh, Lord. I, I know people don't want to hear this tonight. Do you understand? Listen, you know what else? If you don't take accountability for what is yours to control, right? The things about you. There's a spiritual laziness that makes you unattractive. Sure, you could be physically lazy and not get out there and work out and keep your body in shape. But you can have an in-shape body and an obese spirit. 1-800-920-1580. Somebody call me. I, I, I know a lot of people who blame everybody for what went wrong. But rarely do they say, it is me. 1-800-920-1580. Somebody call me. I, I, I see the phone lines are cracking. I want to talk to you. Let's get James from Los Angeles, California in the building. Let's talk. What's up, Mr. Joe from the West Side? Yes, sir. Hey, listen. <laughs> we all are going to look different when you get to a certain age. And if you work out and keep yourself somewhat fit, body change. You're going to have wrinkles. You're going to have flags where it was muscles at one time. Right. You know, that's just part of nature. So get over it. If you're in love or love or found that love, you grow old together, you get fat together, and that's a good thing. Mm. That's a good thing. I love it. I love it. Yes. I don't see no reason to... Put someone to the side at a certain age. Now, in your, in your 20s, you know what you like. You go for what you like. But, you know, once that woman have a child, body change. Mm. Get older, body change. Mm -hmm. So you have to have a mindset where I'm not worried about that because I love the woman and not the physical. Mm. Mm. It's rare. You're in rarefied air right now. You said, I love the woman. It don't matter if it don't matter if your ankles get thick. It don't matter. I love the woman. Cause your ankles gonna get thick. Your stomach gonna get thick. Your your, your thigh. Everything's gonna get thick on you. Right. So you might as well 
just enjoy life and the person you can enjoy life with. Ooh. Both of y'all be looking like looking like polar bears. It's all good. Man. As long as you two had that same feeling, so why worry about anybody else? I love it, why brother. Are you, why are you worried about it? <laughs> I love Thank it. you. Thank you, James. Thank you. James from Los Angeles brought the City of Angels in the building. Who else want to come in and talk to me about this? Is cheating on your significant other justified if they've let themselves go? If they've fallen off? Fred from the San Fernando Valley. Fred, brevity, my brother. Brevity. (laughs) Yes, sir. First of all, I'm going to just say this. Surrogate mothers lead to surrogate lovers. Am I not right? <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> hey, in the Bible, who was the one who said, let's bring somebody else into the room, Abraham, so you can get your freak on? Abraham and who Hager. Hager into? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then she going to get mad at him because, you know, he popped those girl up, but she didn't want to have no babies, right? And she got jealous, right? Well, it says she couldn't have babies. Made a drop off the kid and the bud off on the corner, told him to kick rocks, right? (laughs) But the Lord said that ain't right. He said that ain't right. Oh, come on. So what I'm saying is, this is older than the beginning of time. Mm. If you don't want to do your wifely duties, then, you know, you're going to have to. You don't have to let somebody else take that shot for a time. Ooh, the ladies ain't going to like that, brother. They ain't going to like that. I don't care what the ladies don't like. They're the ones who brought this into the game. You're going to seduce us, and then you're going to make us get used to that goody-goody. Then all of a sudden you want to cut us off cold. Cold snap, like cold turkey. No. Mm. I've been doing this for 20 years. I want to do it 20 more years. Remember, <laughs> men, we stay into it. That's why women, we stay a sexual peak at 50. So grandpa don't tip. <laughs> hey, Fred, we up against the clock, man. I appreciate the insight. Thank you for calling, bruh. <laughs> okay. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Hey, listen, I'm tired of this disingenuine spirit we have around relationships. Everybody has a cliche comment to make. Oh, no, you should never cheat when 99% of people out here cheat. Stop playing. People act like people don't cheat. I told you guys before, Ashley Madison. It's a website for married couples to cheat because they have the same thing to lose. So let's stop acting. Oh, no, you should never. People cheat. 1-800-920-1580. We got San Francisco, Oakland, Indianapolis. The phone lines are cracking. The voice of reason is on fire. He's on fire tonight. tonight. It's the voice of reason with Zoe Williams exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. Gentlemen. The voice of reason is on fire. We got the legendary Prince in the background. You already know what it is. My playlist is my co-host. It's so many women out there and brothers out there who got the look. But inside, they're not quite the same looker. 1-800-920-1580. I want to talk to you about tonight's topic. Very powerful show tonight. 
right? I'm, I'm, I'm done with you. I'm done. You're unattractive to me now. And people take that at the superficial level to think just unattractive just means physically. You could be spiritually unattractive to somebody. Psychologically, ideologically, emotionally unattractive. If you're a shadow beggar, you know, your shadow work is begging for attention, right? Begging to be acknowledged as the, perfect, uh, the, the, uh, the perpetual victim. That's unattractive. If you're an attention seeker, addicted to it, attention is, is, is fentanyl to you, that's unattractive. I don't care how good you look, if you have these characteristics, it makes you unattractive. If you always write, you can never be called to the floor or you can never be held accountable. You're unattractive. And if you uh, and the reason why the cheating piece matters, what if it's cheaper to keep him or her? So you'd be taking a huge loss. You lost because your spirit chose him. Well, you didn't really lose. Your spirit is going to you're going to get the lesson and it might be a hurtful, ugly lesson, but you're going to have to go through it. Oh, we got people on the line. So many people want to talk. Let's get Jeff Brown in here now. Hey, man. Go ahead, Jeff. <laughs> now you know. You already know where I'm going. <laughs> I, I got a few. I got a few. Uh, let, let me let me uh, answer the first question. Is cheating uh, okay if your mate is no longer attractive? Right. That depends upon how your integrity is set up. Ooh, keep going, Jeff. Okay. Uh, there, There's only one excuse for cheating. There's only one reason for cheating. Low integrity. Ooh. Cheaters cheat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Now, is it okay to fire your mate for not doggedly chasing their best selves if that was the agreement in the first place. Mm. Yes. Mm, keep going, Jeff. Keep going. You're cooking. If you want your, I'm going to use the word sex because we on the air, but if you want your mate to sex, only you, you have an obligation to stay sexable. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not talking about hit by a bus. I'm not talking about hit by a hereditary hereditary, hereditary disease. I'm not talking about uh, snickering and orange crushing your way to dialysis. I'm talking about a disease. That's when you see the maturity of spirits. Mm -hmm. Because if I was stricken with a disease and I still felt that my wife loved me enough to keep me through this, I could be a big enough man to let her scratch her sexual itch somewhere else if I was stricken with a disease, if I truly love her, right? If I love her beyond, if my if my love transcends the physical, mm. if that's really, really the page that you on, the concept, here's, here's what gets lost, is that uh, most people are not, and therefore choose people who are not, 
in a dogged race to be their best selves. Ooh, that's come on, that's unattractive. That's a, come on, brother. Talk to me, Jeff. That's go go deeper, Jeff. The you're dogged, right there. <laughs> the dogged the the dogged attempt to be my best self. To, in the words of the now fallen from grace, Will Smith, lay a perfect brick every day. Mm. Don't worry about building a wall. Mm. Lay a perfect brick every day. That attempt is sexy. Yeah. Yeah. That attempt. Not perfection. The attempt. When, when your couch becomes shaped like your butt. Because you're not attempting. And then how could he or how could she? Mm-hmm. Who cheated on who first? <laughs> you cheated on yourself. Go ahead, Jeff. Who cheated on? You cheated on the agreement. If the agreement was flat stomach and straight teeth, and you no longer have either because brushing your teeth is optional and you only sit up to, to reach for the remote, who cheated first? Mm. It's time to be honest about some of this. Of course I'm attracted to other people. Of course other people are attracted to me. What's the agreement? If I feel that I can no longer fulfill the social obligation to Mrs. Brown to not engage with in sexual congress with any other woman, then I owe her that explanation before I get down. Mm. I think a man should be with as many women as he can afford to be honest with. Say it again. One more. Come. If we're gonna get pimp, if we're gonna get pimp type, if we're gonna be honest about the numbers, let's just be honest about the numbers for a second. Dear black women under the age of forty, in the next five years, if you want a black man, you're gonna have to share them. Why do you That's say the that, numbers. Jeff? What, Jeff? Why do you? Uh, there's talk to us, Jeff. Give us some insight, some context behind it. Okay, this is what I say, Brother Zoe, when I get into these chat rooms and public situations with delusional black women. I let them go and go and go and go. And I go, yeah? Well, counting all the brothers you don't like, for all the very honest-to-God valid reasons you don't like them, you are outnumbered as a man as a black man, 17 to 1, before I do a sit-up or make another dollar. That means, ladies, you are playing musical chairs. Not 17 women around 16 chairs, but 17 women around one chair, and the man is already sitting in it. When the music stops, you have to be the right one to sit in his lap. And tell the other 16 women, since we are all going to be monogamous, right, that y'all got to be spinsters or hope that there's some Western European dude roaming the hood looking to fix the brakes on your minivan. You're going to have to deal with us. And we are going to have to deal with these numbers and what cheating really means. If I'm honest with you, I'm not cheating. All right, cheating wait, wait, is about wait, dishonesty. Wait, wait, stay there, Jeff. Stay there. I'm gonna have to carry you forward. I'm gonna have. All to, right. I'm gonna have to carry you forward. Your show? Yes, but my brother cooking. Everybody that's on the line. We from San Francisco. All with Pasadena, San Francisco, Oakland, Indianapolis. We all over the country. Sit tight. 
Jeff Brown's gonna land his plane. Is it good to you? More voice of reason with Zoe Williams when we come forward. My co-host is my playlist. One of their bigger records, Unpretty. There are a lot of pretty, unpretty people. And yes, yes, I mean, I want this conversation to get more philosophical, more spiritual. Because yes, somebody can be physically fit, right? But you can still lose attraction to the physically fit person. Why does that happen? Right? It is normal for couples to lose physical attraction for each other. But the real relationships seem to be rooted in something different. I don't want us to answer the moral question of whether people should cheat or not. We, everybody's going to say, no, you shouldn't cheat. But we live in an immoral society where everybody says what's right and typically does what's wrong. There are people in my chat room going, oh, don't, you should never cheat. The person who said it probably cheated two weeks ago. <laughs> cheating is a bad thing. People cheat. If you're cheating yourself, you're attracting a cheater, and you're probably participating in some form of cheating. I, I, I can bet bones to dollars. But what is it? What is it? Dollars to bones? Bones to dollars? What is the old saying? I, I'm not that old. That's why I got it wrong. All right, Jeff Brown, get in here, man. Well, I'm getting good and old. I ain't never heard that one. I heard dollars to donuts. There it is, dollars to donuts. I heard that. I can bet dollars to donuts. Well, now, thank you. Uh, thank you. Start? You older than me, so you remembered what I forgot. <laughs> yes, sir. A little longer in the tooth. Now, uh, with regard to, um, you were talking about how people's spirits, you can be uh, gorgeous on the outside and rotten on the inside again. If you find yourself in that position, you really aren't after your best self, nor are you. Because your best self is a lot more than what you see in the mirror. Talk to me, man. There we go. Talk your best to me. self, your your best self is supposed to be about a constant a, a a constant search for the approval mm. of the quiet voice. Mm. Here we go. Yeah. It's supposed to be about the approval of the quiet voice, and the quiet voice ain't never told you to cheat. Mm. That, that, that voice that told you to cheat is screaming. And cheating is not one choice. Cheating is several hundred. What did you wear? What time did you leave? Which way did you go? Did you wash your car? <laughs> did you wash All your tail? Did you wash your tail? <laughs> did you wash your tail? Well, hey, maybe not. Maybe the person you're cheating with like it with a little dirt on it. <laughs> Did you set it up just right for Because that's a choice. These are all choices that line up to not being able to make the strongest choice, mm. which is to address the thing with the individual that strayed your eye in the first place. Oh, goodness. Jeff, we got, we, you want to hang on one more? You want to hang on one more, Pete? When we come forward, Jeff is finally going to wrap this thing up. And then I'm going back to all my callers. Rhett from San Francisco, call back in, brother. 
reasons. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. Ladies and gentlemen, just the way you are. My playlist is my co-host. How y'all doing? Tonight's topic is on fire tonight. Jeff Brown, my good brother Jeff Brown, you got two minutes, man, to really sum it up for us. All right, I'm trying to land the plane, brother. Uh, um, Number one, uh, I take this stance on cheating because of the rabid cheater that I was. Oh, so this is personal. This is why you can't oh, stay yeah, on topic. This is this. I'm trying. <laughs> I, well, that ain't why I can't stay on topic. <laughs> I can't stay on topic because of this wonderful preemptive glaucoma strike I just took. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. I'm worried about my vision now. the The thing about cheating to me is, in order to okay cheating, you have to cosign lying, mm-hmm. and I can't do that. Now, I can't say that that everybody got a why, and that makes it a reason. That doesn't make it an excuse. So there's no excuse for cheating while there are dozens of reasons. But understand that when you do this, you have to put yourself in the lie boat and row down life stream in it in order to cheat. (laughs) You got to start lying. Somewhere you're going to have to get out of that lie. Or hold it forever. And I got tired of both of those. So as a man, as a gainfully employed, upwardly mobile, intelligent black male with no criminal record and no bullet holes, and don't need to borrow your car, (laughs) why can I not say, look here, I am not interested in monogamy. I'm not. It doesn't work for me. If you're if you can't handle the fact that I am interested in other women, then perhaps we should keep it platonic. Right. That's grown man right there. I agree, now Jeff. Ain't nobody <laughs> I agree, Jeff, but I gotta go. And you were, right. and you wasn't on topic listen, call back at the top of the hour. <laughs> Cause it, 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 it talk about the topic. Now put the bong <laughs> down. When I come back, when we come forward, Jeff, I'm going to reset this topic. Okay. And, and then I want you to talk on the topic. When we come forward, ladies and All gentlemen, right. <laughs> the voice of reason will stop playing with Jeff Brown and his bong. <laughs> The Voice of Reason and his playlist back in the building with an amazing topic, I may, if I may say so myself. It's really got us thinking tonight. I ain't feeling you no more. And yes, my good brother Jeff Brown made some very solid points. If you ain't feeling them no more, just tell him I'm not feeling you no more. It's over. Don't go cheat. That's an indictment on your character. But I want to go deeper into the layers 
of why someone would lose attraction for you. Of course, Krishnamurti states in his classic world-renowned book, uh, Freedom from the Known, he says, as human beings living in this monstrously ugly society, let us ask ourselves, can this society, based on competition, brutality, and fear, come to an end? Not as an intellectual conception, not as a hope, but as an actual fact, so that the mind is made fresh, new, and innocent, and can bring about a different world altogether. It can only happen, I think, if each one of us recognizes the central fact that we as individuals, as human beings, in whatever part of the world we happen to live, or whatever culture we happen to belong to, are totally responsible for the whole state of the world. What he's saying is, we never look at anything with a fresh mind. We're always looking at it from a conditioned mind, a socially conditioned mind, a psychologically conditioned mind, a religiously conditioned mind, an education or an academic conditioned mind. We're never looking at it from a clear mindset where there's no judgment. There's no pretense. There's no uh, negative evaluation. We're seeing things as they are, not as we interpret them. And what he's saying is because society is ugly and society is monstrous, regardless of the external presentation, whoever you're dealing with, including yourself, is going to have a piece of that monstrosity embedded within their spirit. This is why you've heard me talk about the relationship actor. They know how to act right in order to achieve whatever outcome or goal they are in search of. And this is why I say people do cheat because a lot of people lack this clear space. What do you mean clear space? You hear me talk about dukkha and sukha. Sukha is Sanskrit, just means good space. Su, good, ka, space. A lot of people don't have clear space, good space to see things as they are. They have dukkha, which is bad space. And the bad space correlates with all of the unhealed trauma, all of the drama, all of the, 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 the monstrous aspects of this society. This is how we're look. These are if they were shades, we're looking at the world through the shades of a monster. And so we perform in that way. When I come back, we're going to talk to Chicago, Oakland, Indianapolis, Watts. Everybody's in the building. I'm going to Oakland first, then Indianapolis and then everybody else. When we come forward, the phone lines are cracking. The topic is dope. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. Yeah. Hey, 
Hey, I'ma keep the energy high. You make me better. Man, isn't it attractive when your partner is always working on themselves, making themselves better, taking care of themselves? Isn't that an attractive attribute? Are your partners asking for the opposite acknowledgement when they don't take care of themselves. Oh, they become less attractive, right? 1-800-920-1580. Let's get to the, the phone lines are lit, lit. Let's get them all. Let's go to Sean. He's been on the longest. And then Ronan from Indianapolis. Sean, Oakland, California. Talk to us. Hey, brother. So a wonderful question because, you know, you hit on, on the point that, uh, you know, when people first meet, there's no doubt it's a physical attraction, right? Before you know that person, there's something there visually, unless, you know, and I'm not to get off on tangents and stuff, unless you can't see and all that, uh, because those people have more sensory um, awareness and they might feel you. They might hear you. Mm. They might sense your movements mm-hmm. uh, because we don't give them enough credit for if you can't see. But we we a lot of times, you know, look at that visual and we're attracted sexually. There's no doubt. Heck, I, I was at that point for so long, but I've been married a long time. And the only I don't even know if it means that much because it's my own experience. But let me tell you something. You're in this thing together. And so this is the hard part about what you're talking about, because sometimes competition can be good. Mm. And the only reason why I say that is that, hey, honey, you know, we, we've been busy doing our own work, doing our own thing. Everything's going well. But you know what? We need to raise the bar. I did this uh, physical uh, therapy for a long time, physical fitness for lots of people for a long time. Athletes, CEOs, all the way down to the regular person. And what you find out, the most important thing that they want is a quality of life. Mm. They want to feel better, right? So Mm. when your better half is feeling better because they're exercising more, you're, you're kind of eating right together, but sometimes having a nice meal that may not be so healthy. You know, there's a balance that you got to strike between you. And that could be before you get together or in a long relationship. It doesn't matter. But if someone is has an injury and they get out of hand and their body look, doesn't look the same and all that, it's in the mind. Your consciousness between one another has to be between your minds. Mm. You have to have a connection and a love for that mind and that spirit that you drive together. So you keep helping the other, whoever's having a harder time, get through whatever it is they're getting through, and that will be intrinsic. That will help you enjoy your life better and Boy, oh boy, that will help you better in the bedroom and everything else because you guys are you guys will be connecting like you've never felt before. Man, thank you, Sean. Once again, 
Straight to Covey Cove. We appreciate you bringing Oakland into the building. Love you, brother. Love you too, man. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. Let's get these callers in here. Ronan, Indianapolis. Let's talk, man. What's good, Dr. Zoe? What's happening? You you see me, man. I'm in here cooking. <laughs> yeah, I see you going off, man. That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me, man, about this topic, man. Jeff, he he hit on a lot of good stuff, but I think he just he ruminated on the mm. cheating aspect as opposed to the other part of the question. Your okay. partner okay. letting themselves go. Right? And mm. the thought process behind letting your letting yourself go, like there's something going on. And yes, you could be empathetic, but as we dealt with uh, on yesterday's topic, there's something called compassion fatigue, where you're tired mm. of saying you're quitting. This is this is right. Yeah. You're quitting on yourself, and in quitting on yourself, yeah. do you recognize that you're quitting on everybody, including me, the relationship? You're quitting. That's not attractive. And yes, the response isn't always cheating. It might be leaving, but. My question is, is it justified when your partner puts themselves in the position to quit on themselves and everything else? Is it justified to say, you know what, I'm going to go on and live my life? I didn't... <laughs> Talk to me. <laughs> well, my, my first question, is it cheating or is it carnal compensation? Boy, I'm going to throw these headphones down the hall. <laughs> Car <laughs> carnal compensation. <laughs> Carnal compensation. <laughs> you owe me sex time. Don't do that. It's a oh, serious man. question because people tend to think about it. I need to get um, that physical pleasure at that time, but no one really assessed the cost of that. What they're standing to lose for those moments of pleasure. Because, yeah, you get it. That person... Uh, Internally needs that, uh, or spiritual mud ducks. Because <laughs> I've been in a relationship with a chick who was very beautiful, hers everything, but she had the physique of a aggressive crackhead mentally. You talking about this? Just how she carried her, how she carried her, her thought process, how she carried herself. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the thing is, like she was worried about her vanity, and she was being a victim of it, thinking all she had to do was appear. Instead of just be a feminine woman, a solid woman. Mm. And that was off-putting. Mm. So, you know, yeah, you could have the look, but then when you have the mindset and the attitude that is trash, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it means you need a spiritual BBL. <laughs> a, you need a spiritual BBL. <laughs> We got this, we this, got comedians calling in tonight. No, but see, this, this is what I mean by spiritual BBLs. Like, oh God, it, it's more interpersonal. It's like how she's walking as a woman was unattractive. It was crooked. Mm. How she carries herself that that's that's appealing to a man who's upright, who likes to see the best out of his woman. Not just how she looks, but how she carries herself, and if she's intentionally getting progressively worse. By the minute, why should you see anything great about her when she doesn't want to see anything in herself? Mm. You tell her these things, and it's like you know what I'm fighting an uphill battle. This this is this is tiring. Mm. 
So let me ask you this. What is <laughs> the masculine <laughs> counterpart to the spiritual BBL? What is his spiritual? <laughs> what, what would he need? <laughs> well, I mean, that, the, the male version, he'd be a handsome Holocaust. Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> what does that mean? This, this is a guy who's easy to the eyes of a woman, but as a man, he, he is hell. Mm. Not just how he carries himself, but how he how he leads, how he moves, how he puts her in hellish situations, not mm. just socially, but interpersonally. So he's a spiritual deadbeat then. Yes. He, he's, he's a internal homosexual. And you know what? That would cause women to not really vibe with him. They may like you like Sean said in the beginning, that it, that initial spark of physical attraction Oh, he's tall, he's dark, he's handsome, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, whatever the things that ladies say. But then once they hear him talk or, or get in his energy a little bit, they can tell something's off about him. And then, he, you know, they're, did we lose? We can't lose Ronan, man. Ronan! Ronan, call back in here, man. The number to dollars is one 800 Oh, wow. We up here killing right now. We got so many people on the line. I got to get them in. Randy from Watts, jump in here. Yeah, yeah. That's quite a, quite a topic we got. But <clears throat> it's like Ronan, uh, if, once he found out that she had that problem, I got to go back to the situation of Mother Nature. 18 to 1. Bye-bye. Because if you look at a, if you if you look if you read it as sexual health of men, they tell us that we need to have a natural orgasm seven times a month, and females need uh, need to have their hormones blasted at least three times a week. If not, the psychological problems they have mentally increases. And now we got women running around here the size of quarterbacks talking about they they want a man that's that's making one hundred fifty thousand. And they can't find nobody. We have arrived. And it's, it, it makes no sense. Well, brother, I appreciate you for hanging on. You, you've been on a long time, and I appreciate it. Thank you for the insight, Randy. Look, if you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call us at 1-800-920-1580. What this cannot be is a tax sister show. This, listen, let me explain something to you. I'm going to get to Philip from Chicago next. He's been on the longest. What this cannot be is a tax sister show. Relationships are bi-directional. The conversation, oh, the women, and then the women are like this, and then the women, and then men, you got to take accountability for your inner ugliness too. Relationships are bi-directional. In other words, that's a fancy word for it's a two-way street. Men, you are attracting low-quality women because you're low-quality. Sisters, you're attracting low-quality men because you're low-quality. There's something in you that hasn't been addressed. There's something in you that hasn't been embraced. This is why we have these types of relationships. Let me go back to the uh, the question at the beginning of the show. Focus on this. 
Because I don't want to hear no grown men blaming women again. Focus on this question. True or false? Do internally ugly people find each other attractive? We're not just talking about physical attractive and having to have eight or nine orgasms a week. We're not talking just about that. That part gets old. The science vets that out. The longer the relationship goes on, attraction, physical attraction, tends to wane. I need y'all to get off the one note. Let's think broader. Let's get deeper. Okay? I'm going to ask the question again. True or false? Do internally ugly people find each other attractive? Well, according to the clinician who created trauma bonding, the answer would be yes. We're going deeper than just the physical I need sex, guys. Philip from Chicago, get in here and talk to me, man. Hey, how's it going? I'm alive and well, brother. Well, that's good. That's good. I, I don't think it's a matter of attraction. You know, like internally ugly people, I I think, be together with somebody for some other reasons other than their shared internal ugliness. You know what I'm saying? Right. Keep going. Maybe other things is what holds them there. And, and people on the outside will say, well, you know, they, they both internally ugly, so they get along. That's just an outside view. I think it's other things that hold people together, at least. Mm, what are those you know things? Well, it could be maybe they live together and, you know, they they good at living together, paying bills and stuff. Maybe it is sex. Maybe it's, um, you know, they're internally ugly, so comes out at a certain time, but any other time they just get along or something. Maybe they have the same hobbies or whatever. Maybe they don't spend a whole lot of time around each other, and the little time they do have allows them to be civil with it during that time. You know? I like the it. The guy works 12 hours. The guy works 12 hours, and the woman works eight hours, but she works a different time than him. You don't really have time to argue in those little hours you have together. But to everybody else who's around her in her eight hours, she's internally ugly, and he's internally ugly in his 12 hours away from her. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Chicago, Philip. Yeah. Hey, can I say something about the cheating? Because that's what I really want to talk about. Uh, clearly, but that ain't the topic. But go ahead. Okay. I'm going to let you talk about I, it. I, I have a whole different view of this cheating thing, because I posted something on Facebook about this. As it relates to men, I honestly think it's impossible for a man to quote unquote cheat. I prefer people society use a better word. I actually hate that word because you can't. Men and women are not even equal on the sexual dating platform. Women by far have an advantage. So saying a man cheated is like a millionaire telling a bus driver who had to get a second job he cheated in the game of life to make more money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Well, thank you, Philip. We appreciate it. Maybe I'll do yeah. the topic on cheating they should, tomorrow. They should call it, it two-timing, you know, or something two like that. Two-timing, like boy, you. Yeah, like they used to say in the old days. You country. But, but cheating, it's, impo- it's impossible for a man to cheat. How? Women got the advantage. All right. You, we, can't, look, you, can't, you can't look at men and women as, as like individuals. You got to look at women and men as a society. Women being the dominant and men being the, the uh, subordinate society and Basically, all extra pussy is for men. Hey, okay, now you got to go.
You got to go. You Come on, man. You can't be in here cussing. Oh, God. Boy, well, I got a whole rabble of people in here right now. I got, a, I got an army of men that just want to talk bad about women. Oh, gosh. When we come forward, I'm going back to the phone lines. Hopefully, y'all will clean it up. I'm already boss. I'm already fly. But if I'm a star, she is the sky. Ah, ah, ah. And when I feel like I'm on top, she, 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 she give me reason to not stop. Eh, 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 eh. And though I'm hot, t -t -t together we burn it up. Hey, this is a record to his wife. If you ever hear Snoop talk about his wife, boss lady, he not just talking about her aesthetics. Yes, he believes she's aesthetically beautiful, but she's much, 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 much more to Snoop than just that. Right? And, and, and let me just say, man, the physical attraction is not going to last forever, but it can grow into something far more substantial. Let me, let me, let me read it, uh, something to you really quickly, and then I'm going to go to Jeff Brown. Actually, nothing is born ugly. Ugly is something we create by our attitude and behavior. Edward L. Boyle musings. Right. The beautiful exterior is just a facade for the ugly person inside. Rick Higginson. I need y'all to understand this is what I'm talking about. Ugly people like each other. Toxic people like each other, drawn to each other. You hear people say, oh, he's just a he's a mess. And he got a woman. And she's a mess, too. Right. But guess what? A level of attraction starts to evolve. And I mean, deepen when people say, you know what? I am a mess. And now I'm about to be accountable for my mess. Have you ever cleaned up a really dirty room in your house and you really got into it? And I mean, you you clean beyond cleaning like you really were you were determined to make that room livable and spotless and smell good and feel good, and you put the time and effort into it, how did it make you feel once you achieved that goal? You found yourself going into that room more often. When it was a mess, you probably stayed away from it. But once you cleaned it, I mean, like, really, you deep cleaned it, that started to become like a spot you would be in, in your house. There's a feeling that comes with cleaning your house, your house being clean, right? You'd be like, yeah, this, I feel good in here. Relationships feel like that too. And I believe attraction can be deepened when we clean ourselves, deep clean ourselves internally. We got callers on the line. Jeff Brown, talk to me. Yes, sir. Let me go on and uh, co-sign, and I apologize for calling back uh, so late, but I had a, a, a family emergency that I'll kind of discuss with you later. Okay. Um, but you are you are 110% right with regard to 
the uh, clean maintenance of your your soul and your presence and your essence that when your soul is clean, you are nicer to be around even to the people who do not deserve that atmosphere, mm. which is why you must be guarded of it. You have to... Uh, you have to be on the constant lookout for improvement of self. Mm-hmm. It's about you. It's not. It, it ain't even on the. I'm not even on the whole uh, side chick thing. That's easy. Baked chicken, fried chicken, ain't no chicken like side chicken. That's easy. That's <laughs> who here. Who here? Who here ain't done that? Right. Who here? Who here has not fed their energy with the perverse thrill of infidelity? Mm. It's a thrill in it. Let's not lie about it. It's a thrill in it. But the truth is, uh, and I hope I'm not, and, and, and bro, give me some guardrails here if I'm straying from topic. I'm trying to, trying to stay on it. Uh, you, you, this whole thing with, uh, am I slick enough? Am I cool enough? Mm-hmm. Can I, can I, uh, do, do I really need to prove again? I need to prove again to myself that I can get laid. Is there something missing? Ah. Does this person give me something that the other person doesn't? Mm. How about me creating an honesty triangle? How about me creating an honesty triangle so that I don't miss the blessings I'm supposed to get? Because once I stop lying about this, mm-hmm. I'm on another page. Maybe the man can't take it, but I'm going to have to give him dishonesty if I'm going to move forward in my life. Now, if I'm going to move forward with him and this is a one-time occurrence, mm-hmm. then I need to carry that guilt to my grave, man or woman. Wow. You're going to cheat on your person one time and you ain't going to never do it again? You better carry that guilt to your grave. You don't get to wipe your butt on their soul. <sighs> they, why, why, why do they got to suffer? Mm. Am I close? Am I close? Because this, this is the old Hulk trying to read the encyclopedia. This is not the new Hulk <laughs> or the She-Hulk. This is the old dude. This is Lou Ferrigno trying to read the encyclopedia right now. So <laughs> let me know. Am I, on, am I on point here? Talk you, back to me. You good, Jeff. <laughs> you good, Jeff. <laughs> you good, brother. I appreciate the insight. And I know the listeners appreciate it, too, because people are talking in the chat as you're talking, bro. So I appreciate it. What? And I'm going to reach back to you to find out what went down. Okay, yeah. And then... uh. uh I'm going to say this, I'm going to get out of here. To all you, uh, uh, can I say half-ass? All you half-ass dudes out here dogging women because of what they're not or what you're not, in the words of a good friend of mine, Zoe Williams, you attracting your lesson. And until you learn that lesson, another version of that is going to show up so that you can learn this class. Man, come on, Jeff. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you, man. Off like a dirty shirt. Yeah. Now now we cooking. Let me get Haru Ali in here. He's been on for a while, and then I'm going to Ronan and then Fred. Hello? Hey, Haru, what up? Peace and love to the family. Nation's honor, Zoe, staff, Andy, 
Honors Tavis Smiley. Listen, uh, Honors OG uh, Jeff, Council of Jedi, went deep, appreciated tremendously. It's been a while. What are we not going to do? <laughs> what we're <laughs> we not going to do is act like we ain't never kicked it with somebody who was physically in the face ugly, but was thicky, 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 thicky in the body. Yeah. And yeah. in addition to that, had a beautiful, a more beautiful spirit, spirit. inside Ooh, of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Inside of them. Yeah. To the fact to where folks will say, oh, I see why you with them. They ugly, but they got body, yaddy, 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 yaddy. And a right? sweet, sweetheart disposition, love. Oh, man. I know what listen, you're talking about. Listen. <laughs> absolutely. You took and me back to junior so- high school. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, sir. Also, listen, we know. There's some ugly babies born. How do we know? What is the evidence? Well, where did the ugly people come from physically? Boy, I'm finna run We're down the hall, to... man. Don't don't do this tonight, man. <laughs> Respectfully, listen, listen. They could be ugly physically and beautiful spiritually. Some of the most beautiful people that you could ever meet in your life. But we ain't gonna act like ugly people don't exist. <laughs> That's why uh, some folks need gang, and why, uh, to be quite honest, uh, you've admitted uh, plenty of times that uh, I I ain't never had to have no game to get no no play, right? <laughs> because in this society that we live in, you know, what I'm saying there are some aesthetics that are uh, in the one percent, the one percent in the one percent. But as it comes to relationships, me, myself, personally, let me go deep personally. Mm-hmm. Being married straight out of high school, high school sweetheart. Oh, my goodness. Body, yaddy, and beauty. Body and beauty. But being married almost 20 years, and this is your wife? Sexually, stuff gets routine. Right. And sometimes you might have to suggest, he's like, you know what? I would like this and that or, or, or thus and so. Can, is this something that we can do? Can we bring in? Can we try and find a sister wife? Because, you know, I'm a polygynist. Oh, that's something that you're down with. Let's do it. It, it gets routine. That don't mean that the love ain't there. Mm. That don't mean that, that you're going to leave them because, you know what, the sex has become routine. I, I'm still not leaving her. We got four beautiful children. I love my wife. And guess what? If this is as good as it gets till I take my last breath, I'm willing to take it because I love them. This is not limerence. I love and I honor them. But sex can't get routine. And for a man, knowing that monogamy is not natural to men. I'm talking about the everywhere he ends. Okay. (laughs) The original folks. Monogamy is not natural for a man. So are you really? You you really tell me you really about to 
mess up your house, like I said before, for OPP? Wait, somebody, Come in, the, on somebody in the chat room just said, just because you bored don't mean you get to get a sister wife. <laughs> hold, no, no, hold you on. absolutely, you absolutely Wait. correct. Whoever said Wait. that, hold tight, hold tight. <laughs> when we come forward, I don't know what I was thinking. Jeff Brown and Heru Ali back to back. When we come forward, I'm gonna wrap up with my brother in Battle Creek, Michigan. Is it good to you? Good to you? More voice of reason with Zoe Williams when we come forward. Come forward. And gentlemen, the voice of reason. This is an absolute perfect song for what we're talking about. Love or lust. I want I want you to hear something. Or I want to read something to you. And then I'm gonna get back to Hair Ali. This is a quote from uh Nazanin uh Moali. This is a, a sex therapist. We take for granted that just because we're attracted to our partner, the same attraction will stay forever without effort. We take that for granted. Yes, you've been attracted to your partner in a moment in time, but that doesn't mean that moment is going to last for all of the moments that you guys are together. What is, if, if sex is the bricks what is the mortar of your relationship right attraction physical attraction if that's the brick what is the mortar that holds whatever structure you're trying to build with that up your relationship has to be made of something far more substantive in order to last and even then there's no guarantee that it will last in long-term relationships, it's not uncommon for attraction amongst partners to dissipate. Right? That's uh, Nizanin uh, Moli, a Los Angeles-based sex therapist and the host of the podcast Sextology. This is what she told uh, Huffington Post. We take for granted that just because we were once attracted to our partner, that the same attraction will stay forever. And I'm here to tell you, living in the society that is constructed the way that it is, we bring a lot of societal baggage as well as familial baggage into the relationship interaction. And if a lot of that stuff is, you know, entitlement, bitterness, complaining, all that's going to make a person unattractive. And most people do not respond to the unattractiveness that they perceive from their partner in a positive way. Heru Ali, can you wrap it for me? Absolutely. Um, one thing that you and I and all males know, and I would even say that uh, females know is the only thing better than Yoni is uh, new Yoni. Right? Oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah, why? why? <laughs> I, I'm not gonna put you. I'm not gonna put you on blast. I'm, I'm not gonna ask you to, to uh, confirm or deny. But yeah, this this listen. It happens. There is such thing as true, quote unquote, love. Not limerence, but let's just be real. Uh, we don't know enough about uh, our, our what we 
the Everywhereans uh, knew what was love, duty, honor, because we have been colonized. Our culture has been taken, our mores, forays, all of that has been taken. So I appreciate you allowing me to speak. Salute to all the staff, Tavis Smiley and, and you, my brother. Um, I'm coming back soon. Peace and love to the family nations. Everybody stay safe. Thank you, brother. We appreciate it. What can make you unattractive in your relationships? You are manipulative and controlling. You are dishonest. You are self-focused. You are enamored with how you look on the outside. You cop an attitude about everything. You're always pessimistic. You're bossy. You're disrespectful. You're condescending. You are jealous of others. You try to hide your flaws. You take yourself too seriously. Hmm? You aggrandize your contribution to the relationship while marginalizing your partner's contribution. Huh? You are rude and you are entitled. Huh? You're a blamer and not a claimer. How about that? Right? This is how you let yourself go in relationships. Like if you never dealt with any of these, that's that's letting yourself go too. You could be beautiful all day in America. You could be attractive. The aesthetics could be on point. But another type of letting yourself go is ignoring aspects like the aforementioned. Right? Things you need to work on internally. And I know a lot of people never want to be accountable. They want to blame every situation and circumstance and scenario that brought them disappointment. They want to blame it on somebody else. But I'm telling you, a different type of laziness is a refusal to do self-work. It's not just, oh, you didn't get your teeth fixed. As Ronan said, a lot of people need a spiritual BBL. <laughs> For all the people on the line, I can't get to you right now because we're at the total end of the show. I'm so sorry. But look, I started the conversation. It's up to you to finish it. Now, when we come forward, guess who's going to be on? My brother Danny Morrison and Robin Ayers. They're going to keep the fire lit. Don't forget to tune in tomorrow to the VOR, the Voice of Reason here on KBLA Talk 1580. Believe it or not, I've got a lot to talk about still. If I'm in my mind at work, would you still? Keep it 100, I'd rather you trust me than to. Keep it all KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.